you imagine if you had just that fan and um, not that? Can you imagine me not having that fan at all? I just got it like two weeks ago. Are you serious? Yeah, I just had this fan that was really loud and annoying that kind of blew from the side. No. And I was like, no. No, you need something from the top to push it all around. Yeah, boy. Not just to one side. Boy, you said that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> We're talking actually about, if, if you hear people today, I'm sorry, it's like 90 degrees today. 99 a, degrees. Yeah, it's like Thursday afternoon. It's in, I told Brady, I, I'm, hey, everybody, this is Matt Martin. I'm here with my guest, Brady Matthews. Hello. And I told him, I was like, dude, it's going to be super hot. And I was kind of hoping he would wear a tank top because he's right. fucking hot. Thanks. Your, your arms are like missiles. They are, and they are. Peak physical shit. And of course, you went to an audition where every part of you is covered. You look like a fucking Mormon. I look like an Uber driver. You do look like an Uber driver. Yeah. So he's going to start sweating bullets. Anyway. But anyway, I have my ceiling fan on, y'all. So I'm sorry if you hear a fan, but fucking deal. It's hot. Yeah, we're, it's hot. Fuck it. We're not, I'm not getting paid for this yet. I haven't seen, I haven't <laughs> seen rain in eight months. Oh, yeah. And it was supposed to be an El Nino. No. And then they said it's going to be a lighter El Nino, and now they're like, ah, we're it's, fucked. Yeah, it's not happening. It's it's a little scary with the whole water thing. Like, I'm freaked out by it. Uh, no doubt. Like, people don't understand until it starts affecting people uh, in terms of, like, when their water doesn't turn on, that's when shit's going to start hitting the fan. Yeah. Like, people are going to start going crazy. What, like, I heard Bill Burr talking about it. He's like, sooner or later, that's going to be currency. You know oh, yeah. Like, water will be a huge deal. Is Bill Burr a historian? Do you know Bill Burr? Is he a historian? He's histori- a h- hilarious comedian. Oh, oh, oh. Matt, I will cut your nuts off. <laughs> How do you not I've, know Bill Burr? I've heard the name. Oh, I know. He's great. He's really, really great. Um, uh, but it's true. It's, it is scary. It's super scary. Yeah. Because what the hell what the hell are we going to do? Where are you going to go? I don't know. And California's fucked. And we're due for a monster earthquake, which is. is even scary. Oh, yeah. We're due for a big one. Terry, do you want to push your microphone up? You should have your. You do want to try to have it to your to your face, like okay. me. It's like a penis, right? Which you're not used to. It's okay. No, I'm not at all. So it's like my girlfriend's vagina. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There so you there go. go. I can relate. Yeah. There we go. We're trying. Just bear with this audience. We might add the color. I might keep it in just for color. Yeah. Why not? You know, nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing's going to be perfect. That's, yeah, that's better. That's the best best thing about podcasts. <laughs> it's true. It's like, true. I I could. I, you know, we can, I could sneeze and you, you can't edit that out. So if I go, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't take that out. That's, that just happened. That's life. That's life happening right now, Matt Moore. Okay. Uh, so we'll tell everybody how we know one another. We used to date and I gave him chlamydia <laughs> and now he can't drink for a week. So, well, that latter part is true. I, hi, mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Whatever. Um, I'm coming out. <laughs> I'm going back in. Um, uh, we from doing stand up comedy. From yeah, doing, that's it. We met at the comedy store, right? Yeah, like a lot. Like I basically did a comedy show with you, and then I did what I normally do with a hot guy. After I finish my set, I immediately go to Facebook and sure. find out everything about them. All right? Yeah. And because um, I think you even talked about like having sex with women during your set, which yeah. is even more like porn to me. Right. Right. And so. Um, and then I started following you, Brady Matthews13 on Twitter. And, right. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yep. Where's the 13 come from? My favorite number. Oh. Yeah. Damn it. You're episode number 12. Really? You're so close. Ah, that's so ironic. 12 is my favorite number. Well, maybe we'll just skip 12 and make it 13. Well, they, if you're like, why'd you skip 12? And you're like, it's your unlucky number. <laughs> it's your unlucky. It's like those hotels that don't have it. Yeah, they don't have 13. I think that's paranoid. You know what? I, skip the subject. Sorry. No, it's um, okay. I watched, do you ever watch A Haunted Story? 
on uh, so like on A and E. It's or? on like uh, I think it's Sci Fi or something, but it's real haunted stories. I'm such a pussy, I'm a huge <laughs> pussy. I can't watch scary movies in the theater. Can't do it. I don't know why, but I love this shit. I cannot stop watching a haunted story. This guy moves into this lady's house, and she her name's Isabel. Super scary looking lady. Think of an old scary shitty lady. Uh, with bad teeth and just really scary looking. Anyways, I watched this story. It I was middle of the day, two o'clock. I had to go outside and go for a run. That's how scared I was. I was such a bitch. <laughs> this guy lived in this place. It's a true story. These are all true, right? Yeah, true. Wait, Whatever. Contrary. So, anyways, the lady goes. Um, he goes. Well, how much do you want for rent? And she goes. Uh, and it was a big house. And she goes seven fifty. He goes seven fifty for this whole place. She goes yeah seven fifty. She gives him like some weird look. And then she walks out. Her son used to play piano and, I guess, committed suicide in the house. But uh, the guy that rented the house from her, he goes, what's that, uh, what's that door right down there? And she goes, that bedroom's never to be opened, ever. Never open that door, ever. Right? So the guy's sleeping. Sleeping. It's like the second night he's there, he's sleeping. He gets a note under his door. He gets a note under his door. It's the, her son killed himself. It's the suicide note he wrote, and it got slid under his door. So he's like, what the fuck is this? He opens up his door. The door down at the room at the end opens up. <laughs> How scary is that? And I'm like, oh, dude, no. Immediately, I would open my window and go out. I would so go you, the other way. So you don't do spook houses or anything? Oh, I know. I can do that shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, whatever. But it just scared me. because. So anyways, it was Isabel, the lady, the landlord lady. That was the demon. She was like a demon, like poltergeist. And uh, she was fucking with him. And she like, it's just... You got to see it. It's fucking scary. So you, no so you believe in that stuff? I believe in ghosts, sure. I believe in ghosts. I believe in aliens. I believe in conspiracy theories. I believe in all that shit. Yeah, I know you do. because Big it. time. You should see me on Facebook, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, people think I'm nuts. I am nuts. I'm crazy. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. If you see my paintings, I'm fucking nuts. Well, so. Yeah, you're an artist, too, actually. Yeah. I have. I think I've, I have one of your paintings. Yes, you do. Mr. Cosby, Bill Cosby. Yep. Probably. It was my first purchase of art. There you go. Because I didn't, I wanted art, but I didn't want to have something I didn't, I didn't want to have something that didn't mean anything to me. Or something from Ikea. Yes. Yeah. Which is fine if that's what, no, right. it's not fine. You're like, that's it, New York in 1918. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, don't give a that, fuck. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean anything to me. Um, and I wanted somebody that I knew did it and I saw your stuff online. I was like, oh, when I have money, I want to pay this guy because yeah. that's really rad. Yeah. Um, how did you, how long have you been painting? About uh, three years. Yeah, I just started. How did you uh, just got into it, or I was depressed. I was really, really depressed. Is either the, uh, paint or kill myself? No joke. Um, oh, I'm glad you paint. Yeah, so I said, "Fuck it, I don't have the balls to kill myself." Um, so I'm just going to start painting. And I wasn't happy with where I was stand up wise. I wasn't happy with acting. I was just kind of burnt out on everything. So I just put all my focus on pop art, and I started researching Roy Lichtenstein. I like to even look at like stuff like Picasso and stuff that, like. Uh, artists, I, even local artists that I really like. Um, there's a guy named This Means Mar instead of This Means War. This Means Mar. Oh. He's, the guy's super talented. This girl, Annie Priest, you should check her out. She's amazing. Another guy, Gregory Siff, he's amazing. And um, and I was like, I want to I do that. I want to do what they, they do. And so I just started fucking around with it. And then after a while, I started selling everything I, I painted. And I've never stopped ever since. So... Did you sell your Robin Williams? That one's beautiful. No, thanks. Beautiful. Yeah, I love it too. Um, I sold it, and then the guy hit me up the next day. I'm not going to say who it is. He's a, some celebrity. but um, For real? Yeah. 
he bought it, and uh, then he next day said he couldn't buy it because he was getting audited by the IRS. So I was like, okay. Oh, wow. He was going to pick it up that day. I'm going to ask you later when we get done. Who yeah. Um, I was so bummed out. But, you know, people have their own issues, and that's the way it goes. So now it's just uh, – So now it's for sale. Now it's for sale. And I'll put the links and stuff on the webpage so people can go <laughs> Please, to your it. website. That would be great. So I have that. I have Charlie Chaplin and Alfred Hitchcock left. Oh, I thought you still the Charlie Chaplin. Not yet. That one's great, too. Sorry, Thanks. everybody. I gave I gave Brady Coke. Like the drink, not the thing. Yeah, no, no, that's after. It's okay to burp on a podcast. It's, it's, have you ever done coke? I've never done it. Uh, I've done it a couple times. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like you act like that's one of the many. You know what's funny about that is uh, I was on Adderall for a while and actually just got back on it because um, it helps me paint and write. But I used to abuse the shit out of it because I was a personal trainer in the morning. Oh, you're so I had to. I would do stand up at night and then mm-hmm. I had to be up at like five or six in the morning. To personal train, and uh, I'd be so tired. You take just a little bit of Adderall, and you're just like, whoa, just a thunder, lightning hits your body. And you're up, and you're moving, and, and you're enthusiastic and, and wow. ready to go. So I had to get off the Adderall because it wasn't doing anything good for my stand-up. It was giving me cotton mouth, and it was just giving me anxiety. So every once in a while, Coke would be around. Ah. And you'd be like, uh. And I've, never, I've always been against it, hated it. Even since high school, college, I was like, get that shit out of my face. And then um, after a while, you get so tired, and you're like, yeah, sure, I'll have a little little hit of it. And you do it, and then you're like, oh, wait, this is fucking great. Right? And you're like, oh, this is fantastic. So then I had to be like, nope, no more of that shit. So, yeah. That's good that you were just, like, done. I, I I can do that basically with anything. If I want to just quit drinking for a while, I'll just quit drinking. If I want to quit... That shit, and I never really got into it. Because mm-hmm. if I really got into it, I'd be in trouble. Uh. <clears throat> but um, same with pot. I can smoke weed, and then I cannot smoke it for eight months. Oh, I mean, a lot of people know. get addicted to pot, and they think, uh, and I'm like, you know what? It's doesn't. It's, not, it's if you like pot, cool. If, if you know, whatever, smoke weed all day. I don't give a shit. But it just makes me unmotivated. It makes me tired. It makes me hungry. Then the next day, I feel hungover from smoking weed. It makes people more depressed, too. Oh, for sure. A lot sure. of people are like, oh, this helps like, me chill out and relax. I'm Uh-oh. like, actually, it makes you depressed. 100%. Big time. Yeah. But for also, too, I know a lot of people, I have several family members right now that are going with medical issues that have nausea, right. and that's like the best fucking thing for them. See, I'll smoke it. I honestly will smoke weed um, sometime, like once a week, maybe, because mm-hmm. I have glaucoma, believe it or oh, not. Oh, does it really help? Oh, like night and day. Really? 100%, because I have to take these drops for my glaucoma, and... Um, and I just sometimes forget. So if I have even one hit of pot a night, um, I feel great. Really? Oh, yeah. No pressure you in my start eyes to, Oh, you get pressure in your oh, eyes? Oh, real bad pressure because you have a filter in the back of your eyes. And um, that filter starts to deteriorate. And then the buildup is so strong in your eyes that it will, it starts closing your, your cornea. Oh, my clo- God. Yeah. That sounds really to painful. Where I'm like 50, I could go blind. Yeah. That's not going to happen. They're going to figure something out. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. Shit. You, you, know such, me. you know me in conspiracy theories. That's, you have such pretty eyes, though. I'd oh, thanks, you. ma'am. You do, too. Oh, well. Hey, here we go. I'm not, now, you've modeled a lot, too. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have to ask you this. Yep. First of all, like, what is it like just being like, hey, I'm going to go to work and be in my underwear? Um, or even naked, like, with people taking pictures of you? I can't uh, even imagine that. You want to hear something funny? When I, I do. First, when I first started modeling, I did an uh, ad for Walgreens. 
All right, I did Abercrombie, right? Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm googling that yeah. later. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'll be able to find it. I didn't really have like a big spread or anything, and uh, I wasn't in the catalog. It was like the little flyer things. Is this when you did personal training stuff? No, this is when I was like 22. Okay, 23. So I don't know if you can find any of that shit. But then I was also Mr. Texas for Cosmo. What? Yeah, but you're from Chicago. I know. Right? My, my dad's my dad's secretary sent my stuff in. That's hilarious. So it's a funny story. Um, I, went, I did an ad for Walgreens, right? We had to wear these shitty boxers and some shitty shirt. So I had to pose behind a girl. Well, it was cold in the warehouse we were shooting at. It was minus 10 degrees outside because I lived in Chicago. So uh, my boxers, I, I didn't have a boner, but it was just like, it was cold. I was cold. My fucking so body was, like was cold. It was just chilling. So I had to stand behind her. She went and told one of the, the guys that were in charge, she's like, his wiener's hitting my back <laughs> and he comes up to me and he goes, Hey man, he goes, we got to duct tape that down. And I go, what? Are you going to duct tape it down? Cause I guess it was like, it was like, I was like, you, you know, like a, uh, you must be like legit. A, if that's your dick when it's cold, I'm all right. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm all right. But it was just chilling, but it was out a little bit. So it wasn't, it wasn't hanging by my leg like a dead Cause bird. Cause it's cold. So it it's cold. kind of like, Ooh. yeah, but now it was just out like a, like a baby elephant's nose. <laughs> I don't know. A bad analogy, but whatever you get it. So they had to tape it down, tape it down, my fucking junk region. So that's a true story. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I was like, you're kidding, right? He goes, no. I go, uh, okay, do what you got. Was that painful, taking that off? <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It was oh so God. embarrassing. I'm like, this is Walgreens, player. Just snap the shot. Let's get out yeah, of here. Because you had hair down there? Yeah. Like, oh, ouch. This isn't, this isn't uh, Express. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> I like that you said express as if that's like, you know, Givenchy Right. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't shop at the nice places. I just got a theory suit. I just found out what theory was. Oh, I bet you look good in a theory suit. I mean, you got to be a thin guy for that. I mean, these are theory pants and they're super comfy. Oh, yeah. I love them. I don't wear underwear anymore either. You don't? No, I can't do it. Why not? I don't like it. It's too hot. Too hot. I'm a hairy guy. I love you so much. (laughs) I love you too. Do do you, uh, you don't look hairy, are you? Yeah, I'm pretty hairy. Do you, yeah. Do you trim everything? Are you good about got that? Got to, man. I got to. I got to trim my chest up because uh, it's like walking around with a rug on. I got to. Um, so, like, when you're 60, are you just going to be like fucking balls out? Probably. I'd probably be pretty hairy. I get hair in my ears. Oh, I'm getting that. I get it on top of my ears. That. Hair on top of my. Yeah, ears. like little blonde ones. I'm starting to get like blonde shit on my back too. I love oh, that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking. It's great. I get uh, <laughs> black hairs on my back. I have to go get just little patches. I got to get that ripped off. <sighs> It all started happening when I hit, when I hit like 32, 33. Yep. And I was like, shit. That's when all the hair just starts either going or it starts showing up in spots you've never seen before. So now have... But I escape it all. So, you know, escape you'll, it you'll all. never know that I have, I'm hairy. You'll never know. Well, I also... Okay. Sorry, people. I'm taking time for me because... Um, do... What is... Like, have you ever like... I just feel like it's... Look... You're a really good-looking guy. Thanks, bud. So, but, and also, too, I'm, I'm actually curious, like, the therapist in me, I'm not just asking this, like, from, you know, that girl in the corner who asked. I'm actually interested, like, do you, do, a lot of times pretty people say, like, oh, thank you. I, you know, they don't, I, they don't acknowledge that, like, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm a good-looking guy, and I'm sure as an actor, you have to acknowledge that that is a selling point for yourself, or yeah. do you at all? Yeah, but you know what's funny is I feel like a, I really, really like. I don't do. think it's conceded. No, well, I mean, for me, you know, uh, yeah, I I understand. I'm a good looking guy. I've gotten paid for being good looking, but um, 
I really feel like I'm a good-looking guy, or, or I feel like I'm like a fat guy in a good-looking guy's body. That's every gay guy's and girls' dream. You know that, right? Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you fat as a kid? No. No, I was always... But why do you feel that way? I don't know. I've always... It's, it's, I've always been kind of an insecure, kind of an insecure guy. Which is so, which again, and this is my own like stupid biases, but I do, I automatically think that really good looking people that are talented like you, I'm like, oh, they don't have problems. Oh, dude. I know that's so fucking, I know that as a therapist and it's a person that's ridiculous. We probably have the most problems. We probably have the most problems for sure. For sure. I mean, you look at, sometimes you look at people that are like short or like, uh, or have like little man's complex, but you're like, what yeah. is that? Why does that person have so much confidence? Sometimes it's in you. Sometimes it's not in you. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, for me, it took a while to realize the, the, not the power that I have, but that you don't have to feel insecure mm-hmm. or, or apologize for being good looking. Cause I used to be like, Oh, well I can't do stand up comedy because I'm good looking. I actually believed that when I was 25 and, really? I, and I quit, I quit doing stand up. I was like, Oh yeah. Someone's like, you're too good looking to do stand up comedy. You'll never make it. Okay, wow. thank you. I took that note and I fucking put it in my brain and then I walked out of the comedy club. Whereas I, that's so funny, where I often like think, ah, uh, well, I'm not as good looking. Like, I don't have an, even like Are you, the comedy guy, I'm like, I'm probably not going to book a show because I'm too chubby for that. What? No yeah. way. So I'm just like, no. it's just interesting how I realize how ridiculous that sounds. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> But hearing you say that, I'm like the same thing. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like so many stand-ups are good looking and like. Mm. Yeah. Well, really? I mean, yeah, kind of, I guess. Kevin Hart. I think he's cute. I know he's short. Yeah. Well, you're, you like the chocolate. Baby. I do. You My, do like the chocolate. That's why I have chlamydia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Is this uh, on? <laughs> hi, Mom. Um, I think, let's see. We talked about your modeling. We talked about your art. I wanted to talk about, oh, tell us. Okay, we are going to answer questions. But you just auditioned for Saturday Night Live. Because yep. Yep. not only do I want to talk about SNL, but I want to talk about, you do fucking phenomenal impressions. Oh, thanks. Like, you're really, really good at them. It's so, like, I want to talk a little bit, like, how did you get into doing impressions? And then tell me a little bit about this SNL edition. Um, I, I got into impressions because I got sick of my stand-up. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. Whenever I get sick of my stand-up, I'll find something else, like painting. Or I just started doing impressions. Like I saw Mark Wahlberg. I saw him in the movie The Happening, right? And I was like, why is he always out of breath? And he repeats everything everyone says, <laughs> doesn't he? Like, when he's I, talking, I have wondered if he writes it that way. or not. I don't know, dude. But when he saw that train conductor, he's like, why would you stop the train? Why would you stop the train? Right? You're like, why are you asking it twice? What are you asking it twice for? Why would you stop the train? Fucking stop, right? Like this, we just, and the guy goes, we lost contact. And he goes, you lost contact. That's what he just said. That's what he just said. He goes, who'd you lose contact with? Everyone. You lost contact with everyone? What the fuck? Quit repeating. It's like he's doing Meisner or something. Like, what, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to put the video up, too, so people can see your he, face. Yeah, but I, don't, I just don't get it. Like, so I'm just like, is and your that... face when you do Ryan Gosling? Is, yeah. What the fuck is? I don't really know what's going on right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Where's Ava? Mm. I love my baby. Uh, <laughs> so you know what's funny is I did I, last night. I just started doing. Uh, uh, I just started doing. Um, Matthew McConaughey, Mark Wahlberg, Jimmy Fallon, and Ryan Gosling all at a Christmas party. Oh, that's hilarious! Right, Mark. Mark goes over to McConaughey and he's like, "What are you doing over here? Are you looking at the cheese plate? Are you, is there anything good at the cheese plate?" And Matthew McConaughey's like, "I, I, 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 I
Right, and then Jimmy comes over. He's like, "Oh my God, it's so good! It's so glad you guys are here. I mean, it's so crazy, right? We're gonna, we're gonna have so much fun, right? Right? It's gonna be fun, you know? What are you talking about? It's gonna be fun. What do you mean it's gonna be fun? It's a Christmas party. What are you stupid? Oh, hey, Mark. Sorry, I didn't see you there. And then Jimmy's like, "It's so cool." He's like, "Um, it's so crazy." Like I saw, uh, uh, I saw John Travolta in the hallway, and John Travolta, John Travolta was like. Oh my God, this Jimmy is so weird, right? <laughs> Everyone's here. We're gonna have a good time. He, <laughs> yeah. So I started putting that in all my bits, and so I just got I just got bored of doing stand up, and I started just doing impressions, and um, and I started doing like Ben Affleck, and I, I and it's good, but it's not great. It's really you sent in that video for SNL. Yeah, so I sent it for SNL, and you know what's funny is I uh, I um, I was gonna move to Austin, Texas. I was. I was just kind of go get a different. I just wanted to get out of LA. I hated uh-huh. LA. I sold my car. I was moving, and uh, and I was like, "I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm done with fucking LA. I hate it. I've been here for ten years. I'm over it." And then they called me and said, "You got a call back for Saturday Night Live." And I was like, "All right, whatever. Fuck it. Cool. Let's go do it." The day before I was about to move to Austin, Texas, they called me up and they said they want you to go test for Saturday Night Live. Wow. And I was like. It's a sign. It's a fucking sign. I yeah. sold my car and I fucking. Did you have to buy I, your car back? No, I fucking spent all that money like an asshole. How'd you get here today? Uh, I have my girlfriend's car. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get another car, but I didn't want to get another car. Yeah, I yeah. want to move to. I was actually. I want to move to New York because what I can get more spots for stand up, but whatever. So, anyways, I went and tested for Saturday Night Live. It was probably the, one of the best experiences I ever had in my life. Hmm. I really thought I got it. I really, really, did. yeah. Um, cause I went, I remember you texted me, told me that well, I'll let you tell the story. Yeah. Well, um, you know, they put you in, they all put you in the dressing rooms, like Keenan Thompson's, uh, dressing room, They put you in the dressing room. Then they come knock on their door, on your door and they say, Brady, it's going to be a five minutes. I felt good. I felt top to bottom. My, my, uh, audition that I had was bulletproof. 100%. I did a bunch of impressions and then I did two characters. I did one guy's name's Cuban Rubin. Everything he says sounds sexual but really he's just trying to order i've watched that I yeah was like, i love him yeah he's great he's like can i get a cock please like, uh, excuse me he's like a cock i'm thirsties uh <laughs> and then uh, i did another guy terry tollbooth who works in a tollbooth um but actually fantasizes about being a chippendale dancer That's so when the car drives away he pushes playing his music and he just starts fucking dancing puts water all over his face and like starts dancing and then a car pulls up and he stops the music and goes What's up, man? Three fifty, <laughs> and then car drives like, and I felt good. I felt so good. Bulletproof, fucking bulletproof. I was like, I got this shit. I got it. Well, I didn't get it. So, but the audition process in itself was great. Lauren's sitting right there with about ten other executives, and they're watching. They're not even watching you. They're watching you on the monitor. They're watching you on the TV oh, monitor. Yeah. I'm watching you. But as a comedy person, that's fucking huge. That Lauren Michaels is yeah. just watching you. I mean, yeah. I've heard he's a dick, but still, yeah. Lauren fucking Michaels. Yeah, that's it was, huge. It was a it was a fucking milestone. But you know what? I hope you go back next year. So do I. But you know what? No one gives a fuck. You come out here. I got a new. I got new agents. I got new reps. Everything. No one gives. No. I mean, yeah, it's heat and it's good. It's good. Uh, at least you're walking into the room with something. You know, when you when you audition, you're not just another fucking guy that got pitched and they bring you in. But truly, you know, you come back and you basically you're down to you're back to square one again. Yeah, it's a fucking bummer, but that's the that's the name of this game. You play for the Super Bowl. You don't play for the playoffs. You play for the Super Bowl. Wow. And Saturday Night Live was my Super Bowl. 
So I went to the Super Bowl, but we lost the game. But in, tec- mm. in all in all aspects, you know, technically I won. But you know, the the comedy store doesn't care, or the Laugh Factory doesn't mm-hmm. care, or the improv doesn't care. You think they would be like, "Wow, this guy just tested for Saturday Night Live. Let's get him on stage." No, they don't give a fuck because they're well. Also, they're run by fucking retards. But whatever. They are. Well, I mm-hmm. care. I'm glad you didn't move to Austin. Yeah, me too. Fuck that. I mean, we're Austin's still here. great, but you're you're too fucking talented. It's gonna happen. I think so too. I, I believe it. I think, man. But I get it. Like I did a screen test for VH1 last week, and it was awesome. Yeah, a screen test. What was it for? Where it's like they wanted. They wanted to do this show where they were like somebody's driving around and like picking up people. Kind oh of yeah, the, the, that's great. I yeah. auditioned for that. Oh, you did the walk. Yeah, they called me and they did a screen test. That's great. They found me on Twitter through my podcast. That's no how, shit. That's how they fucking found me. Wow, that's so crazy. yeah. And so they brought me straight into callbacks, and then I went to callbacks, and then they brought me, in, and then they said we want to screen test you. So and what did you have to do for the screen test? They they actually put me in a car and I drove around and they filmed it. No shit. They did like a thing when they had like did like two people. That's great. Congratulations. Is, I know. Here I am. Like I don't. I have a commercial rep, but I don't have any representation. You I don't will have, in time. I don't have anything, which is fine. I don't. But it was just again like it really. Sometimes, even though sometimes you're like, oh mom, oh dad, but yeah. sometimes they really do make you feel better because my mom was like, you know, you really the more and more you, it really is a numbers game, and you're getting called in more and more and more. So yeah. I was like, oh, Isn't it funny mom. how supportive your parents are? Like you know, yeah. they don't. It's so funny. Our parents really don't understand the goddamn crazy grind it is out here. My is, mom does. My dad doesn't. I don't. Think. Yeah. No. My, my my parents actually really do now because they they've heard me bitch about it for ten years now. But um, yeah, because I've been here ten years too. Have you really? Eleven actually. Oh wow. Yeah, but um, in time it'll all come. I mean, that's crazy. You screen tested. That's yeah. That's awesome. They yeah, just they just called you up randomly, huh? Yeah. That's so, so cool. I mean, literally just from the pocket. So uh, again, do you know a, who they picked for it? I don't know yet. I know there's a main. Wait, girl are you still on hold to see if you got it? I don't think so. they've never put me on hold for it, so uh, I don't have. But a, you can't find out if the when did you when did you go I do should it? shoot them an email uh, last Wednesday. Oh yeah, you probably would have heard by now. Yeah, I think I would because I think they're supposed but to. But you film. you never know. You never know. You never know. I have a my, um, I have a friend, a casting director who did the show. You shouldn't meet Paul Gordon. You would love him. Yeah, he's like. He's a big straight guy, and we just he, his team is a, he's from Philadelphia, so he likes nice. the Phillies. Um, but he's like got this Boston accent, and like um, if you listen to any podcast, listen to his because you'll relate to it. But um, anyway, uh, but you should meet him too because he does game show casting, and you would be great on a fucking really? game show. See, I don't want to do a game show. Oh, it's money. I know it's money, but I, I don't care. I don't know. No way. Mm-mm. Yeah, I love money too. You really made this face of like just that. He just I really don't. It was just like that, and soap operas can suck my dick. No, thank you. I'm good. Soap operas, ugh. All that dialogue, and you're in a fucking dungeon, and and because I'm sure this sounds arrogant, but I'm sure if you wanted to get on the soap opera, you probably could pretty easily. I, well, when I first moved here, I was on Passions for a little bit. You were, yeah. I have two friends that you watch that show religious. Were you a main character on Passions? I was a recurring. Wow, um, but I, I I hated that too. I I wouldn't enjoy it if it was me. What? I would not enjoy it if it was me. No, I mean, I mean maybe if you were like one of those crazy characters on Passions, like actually doing stupid shit. Yeah, but anyway, that's all our thing. I'm not gonna lie. I just had McDonald's, and at first it felt all right, and now I feel like I want to kill myself. When's the last time you had it? Probably two years ago. You? I don't know why. I just drove by it, and I was like, you know what? I think today's the day. I would have fed you. No, it's okay. Well, I've, well all right. I would have food. I, would, I could have cooked for you. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. Very sweet. I'll take spaghetti. Uh, 
But I was like, Are you going to shit your pants on my couch? I mean, do, do you, you need some Pepto Bismol? No, I'm not into that. Okay. But you're not wearing any underwear. Oh, no. see, now my mind goes again. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm here. That's right. I'm back. Okay, I'll, let's I'll answer question. instinct you. All right. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. Please do. Borrow. I have a skirt if you want to borrow it. I'm good. Um, I, have, I already have one at home. Okay, so I normally don't save questions for people. Yep. But there's two questions today that I totally save for you. Because I'm here. Here, let me move this for you. That's Spread right. Spread out. Spread Put out. Right here. Um, that I saved for you because, especially this first question, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, the first question is, dear Maddie, I'm frustrated that I hit a plateau in bench press. In my bench press, how do I make the next step? Random dude, age 35, and I didn't know you were a personal trainer. Did you like it? I uh, I did I did it first, and then I was like, oh, uh, people are lazy, and people um, will never follow a meal plan, and people are not um, people don't want to follow a program. They want to see the program. They want to see results right away. Thing is, uh, if you're not willing to work hard and hold up your end of the bargain with eating right, then you're not going to really see a lot of results. I can get you stronger, but I can't transform your body if you're not going to do your end. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I would yeah. write people meal plans and never follow them. And they're like, well, I, you know, I get these love handles. I'm like, okay, well, are you eating bread? Well, no. Okay, well, are you eating, are you, are you, are you eating uh, ice cream late at night? No, but I'll have like some chocolate. Okay. How much chocolate will you have? Well, uh, I binge eat sometimes. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. What do you? I don't understand. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, back to your question. The the so how do you bench press? I, the plateau. I don't. He's, I wonder what I, he's I mean, plateaued. I'm sure at. he's probably being is he, ironic. But. Is he? Is he even? It'd be funny if he's like I plateaued, but he's never even done it. He's never. <laughs> He's like, I plateaued. And what do you mean by plateau? Well, I look at it and then I walk away. <laughs> so what you want to do is put the weights on and then push it up. I mean, I'm not a personal trainer, but if you're if you frustrated, pla- if you hit a plateau on your bench, don't you just put on more weight? 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, I go. didn't know that random dude. Yeah. If you, age 35. Yeah. If you, if you plateau, um, one, it's either you can't lift any heavier weight. So then do more reps less weight that way you'll get your fast twitch slow twitch muscles going and you'll be able to lift that heavier weight so you're basically lifting less you're lifting less weight but more reps okay so when finally you put heavier weight on you won't do as many reps but you'll be able to do that heavier weight because your body is conditioned to push that heavier weight yeah so if that makes sense do you go to gym all the time you have to yeah I, i run and work out every day I remember one time I saw you and you're like, oh, I was feeling a little sick and I went for a run. And I'm like, when I feel a little sick, I like do nothing. Yeah. No, I can't, man. If I don't, I, if I don't work out for like two or three days, I feel like shit. I can physically feel my body and I'm in a bad mood. I want to go. I want to do that one too. I want to feel that way. Yeah. Come it's work just, out with me. You'll feel good. Oh my gosh. I'll vomit. <laughs> I, I was the guy that threw up the first day of boot camp on the treadmill. Really? Oh yeah. Fucking nice. Threw up right there. Well, you know, that's like a CrossFit. That shit's hard, dude. Shit's real hard. I know. A lot of people I know get fucking injuries from that. Too. For sure, dude. You hurt your back and bad form. And if you don't have a good teacher, you're fucked because you work, your, you, you basically will pop your lower back or you, you can get uh sciatic nerves all fucked up. You can hurt your rotator cuffs. You can, not dude i'm good i know how to work out i know how to just eat right eat good eat clean don't eat mcdonald's but i was a little hungover so uh mm. but um eat right and and work out four or five times a week you're fine what did you drink last night uh actually i just had 
two vodka sodas and IPA no. at my show, and I woke up hungover. I don't know why. Wow. I'm well, th- it might be the Adderall. It might be. I didn't take Adderall. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to take anything when I, if I'm going to have a couple of drinks. But I wasn't even planning on having a couple of drinks. Just the bartender gave me free drinks. I had a good set last night. So, oh, nice. Yeah. When you have a good set, sometimes everything's free. I need free. to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. Um, and now I owe you for doing this. That's all right. Um, okay. Question number two. Dear Maddie. So I've been, quote unquote, seeing this guy for about four months. He's nice, sweet, really hot. And honestly, we're pretty much just having sex. That's Dope. pretty much what we agreed upon. However, several of my girlfriends tell me I'm not making space for the right guy or that they're afraid I'm going to fall for him. But this is the best sex I've ever had, and he's told me he doesn't want a girlfriend. And honestly, I like him and care about him a lot, but this guy is not marriage material, and I don't want to go there. My friends say I'm wasting my time. Should I end it now, and if so, how? This is from Jenny, age 34. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I, this is totally sexist, but I'm like, I guess a lot of women do like friends. I'm used to guys doing like do just this sex. Then. Do a lot of have sex with a guy until you find the other fucking guy that you think is marriage material. I mean, I mean that's the whore in me. That's the whore in me talking. <laughs> but I don't say um, my dog's loving you. Uh, but I, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, because when the sex's real good, you know, you kind of if, if it's not broken, don't fix it. That's yeah, for if it's sure. not broken. Um, but if you're looking for marriage material, yeah, you might want to break it off. If you're looking for someone that it doesn't sound like she is. I mean, do you think though that you can waste your time? Yeah, like you're like I've been in the, I have been in that situation before where like the sex is really good, but either it's a lot of work or somebody wants to see me like three or four times a week, and I'm like, whoa, this is like becoming it's sex, but it's like day. What's happening? You know? Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to uh, separate the two. And also, as you get into your middle thirties, you kind of want to settle down with someone that you can you can you know uh, be with and hang with and, mm-hmm. and, and have a good time with each other. Um, so I don't know. I, that's a, that's a trick question. Because she is she's thirty four. So her friends might be right, but you know what? Fuck, if it's good sex, but the best sex you've ever heard. I yeah, mean, that's pretty rad. What, what, but he doesn't want a girlfriend. When guys say they don't want a girlfriend, that means they're not ready to settle down and they want to fuck other chicks. So if she's okay with that, just wear a condom. Oh. The moral of the story is maybe wear a condom with the guy. Oh, I yeah. hope you are, Jenny. Because yeah. he's Jenny's, probably having... He's probably banging a couple other chicks. Which, you know, would you bang other guys, Jenny? Like, that's a question for you. Because yeah. if you wouldn't, then, then maybe, maybe you, you're a little too attached. Right. Or, maybe or, not, or, if, or... You're, if you're not uh, with other guys, or you're not banging other guys, um, you know... I don't know. Maybe if if he's not the one, if you're if you're telling me he's if he's not marriage material, like she said, he's not marriage material. Like it's not. Then uh, fuck him a couple more times and then let him go. That's what you think. Sure. <laughs> you're cut, like you said cut it, it, like, I cut don't it know. loose like Game of Thrones. Just let him go out <laughs> to the water. All right, just let him go. Just shoot an arrow into the just boat. Shoot an arrow. Light it up. Oh, that was a good scene. That was a good scene. I, you know, that movie's so good. Show. It's a great show. Yeah. Um. You'd be great on that show. Thanks, man. I think I'd be great on any show. You would. Um, Thank you. You too. I would not be good on that show. I'd be the, <laughs> it'd be gay, gay of Thrones, and that's already a thing. Gay of Thrones. Gay of Thrones. That's um, porn, isn't it? It is. Anyway. No, it's actually a really funny like comedy sketch. Mm. But um, so I mean, I'm kind of with you on this, Jenny. Um, you know, I do think. Look, I think also it sounds a little bit in the question. You're kind of waffling, like it's really good sex, but should I listen to my girlfriends? So like. 
really figure out what you want to like if you are if you're doing things like match or tender or if you're actively looking for other people dating in your life then yes you're wasting your time if you're not and you're just kind of working and you're doing your thing and every once in a while you have to like you like to get a little pickle tickle then sure then yeah maybe hang on to it for a couple of months but i do agree wear a condom for sure for sure well for, that goes for anybody yeah i mean yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> I roll. I roll. I roll. Have you ever thought you got a girl pregnant? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it scary? Yeah, it's scary. Like throwing up in your mouth scary? Real scary. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Were they ever pregnant? <laughs> you don't know. Do you have little babies out there? No. No. Do you no, want kids no. one day? I do. I think you'll be a fantastic father. Thanks. Yeah, I do. I just, not yet. Probably when I'm maybe, maybe when I'm 40. I just, I, I don't know. I got to... You gotta you gotta build the castle first before you can start putting people in it. I just imagine you riding on a horse in armor with no clothes on. A little bit, yeah. Um, which, uh, <laughs> speaking of, this is the third question um, or third question of the show. I don't even know if we're answering these, but we're trying, right? No, I think we are. Yeah, we answered random dude. Step it up, and you know, um, Jenny. I th- yeah, I think we. I think we're both in agreement. It's. Have a couple more farewell fucks and sure. let's, and probably move on. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so this is the other the, the question about weightlifting. I say for you, and then I got this question like a month ago, and I was like, I'm going to save this for Brady. Okay. So I swear to God, I didn't write this, um, or have, or I hope you didn't write this, dear Maddie. So I've listened to your show, and I love it. You're hilarious. I also noticed that you flirt with all your guy guests. Here's my question. I'm a straight guy and i have a coworker who's gay he's a nice guy and i genuinely like him i feel like we've become good friends here's the deal sometimes he flirts with me a lot even in front of customers do i talk to him about it i don't i don't want him to think i'm homophobic i'm really not it's more about work oh and sometimes he likes to hug me a little appropriately and touch my ass Ooh. and honestly i could care less about that shit but at work when i think about <laughs> it i know several gay guys and most of them are flirty is that just something i have to get used to and this is my favorite part. He was really descriptive. He said, for instance, one friend told me he wanted to give Nick Jonas head. And then he turns to me and says, I look like Nick Jonas. What the fuck? Or am I just being a tool? This is from Jonathan. Wait, who said that? His friend said that to him. So it wasn't the guy Not the coworker. With? He has other gay friends. He's not gay? He said he's not gay. But he hangs out with all, all gay guys? Well, he has like a couple of gay friends. I don't know his life. I don't know. I mean, you live in what? The reason why I thought because, hello, I think I've said on stage that I want you inside me. I might have said that one time. I think you did once, yeah. Because um, I'm half black. Because you are. And from the waist down. From the waist down. Ashy knees. Yeah. It's true. And you're also, though, like, you live in West Hollywood, right? I do, yeah. So, like. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by. I'm sure you get a hit on by dudes all the time. Constantly. Like. Yeah. So, I have one guy staring at me in the aisle, and I had to look at him and say, you okay? And then he, like, walked away and didn't say anything. It was weird. That's your response. Did you just say you're yeah. okay? I had one guy grab my, my, my action, my junk. Cool in the game? Literally, literally look at me. He grabbed my shit, and I looked at him. I go, are you all set? That's what I said to him. Yeah. I go, and I fucking pushed his hand away. I go, come on, man. Be, be, like, be a person. Yeah. I don't go up to girls and just put my finger in their yes. vagina <laughs> and be like, what's this? How do you feel about that? Is this doing anything for you? How about this? It's called rape. Okay, you can't do that. Well, that's what the first thing I thought of this question. I'm like, uh, it's called, first of all, sexual harassment, Jonathan. Sure. Like, someone's yeah. grabbing your butt in your workplace. Like, that's no. not cool. No, it's I not cool. I don't care whether it's a guy or girl. Not cool, dude. I'm not homophobic in the least bit at all. <laughs> You're not at all. I don't give a shit. Uh, 
I don't, you know, I don't care. I'm not racist. I'm not homophobic. None of it. But if I'm at work and I'm trying to do my job and you're grabbing that's, my butt and you're, you're hugging me and stuff like that, that's chill out. Like that makes my stomach turn a little bit. Right. And I swing that way, you know? Right. It's but just wouldn't, gross. But wouldn't, wouldn't you after a while be like, hey, dude, I love you. I think you're a great guy, but don't grab me in front of people. I would just, I would just push yeah, him aside. Yeah, I think that's what you can say, John. You just have to push him aside and say, hey, man, this is, we're, we're buddies. I think you're great. But just chill out on the fucking heavy petting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think if you're a re- – well, I don't know, Jonathan. Maybe you're a good-looking guy. Maybe you're not. But uh, sounds well, like if you look like, like Nick Jonas, then you're a good-looking guy. Sounds like he's doing okay. Yeah. Um, if all these guys are hitting on you, then um, – I mean, I, maybe he lives in WeHo. I don't know. Um, uh, it might – like – well, that, I mean, this sounds terrible coming for me, but like, it, that's just, yes, not being touched. That's fucking fucked up. But like people looking at you, that's just kind of the right. burden of being pretty, right? For sure. Yeah. You know, if, if it's not really bothering him that bad, you know, just let it slide off your shoulders, I guess. But I, I mean, I mean, that's uh, weird. It sounds, what like your friend, it sounds like it bothers him. It, I mean, that is a little weird what your friend said about Nick Jonas. Like, yeah, the, I don't, I mean, and then that would be like, what's I the said, f- Brady, <laughs> I want you like, you know, to spooge in my face or I want, you know, Tom Selleck to spooge in my face. You look just like Tom Selleck. You don't look like Tom Selleck at all. I don't know why I said Not that. now. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. ever. Not even on Magna P.I.? A little. Maybe a grow mustache, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. I just, uh, I, Jonathan, I think too, like, dude, you're 28 and I get it. Like 28, out of late 20s, I feel like that's the age where we're kind of either, Letting how people think of us affect us or really being like learning to stand up for ourselves. Like, right. dude, this is, I don't even think this is about you getting your butt grab or it's not even about the sexual harassment. It, I mean, it is, but it's I also think it's just about, about you standing, standing up. up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah you like, took the words out of my mouth. Is you standing up to, is standing up to these people. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, you're a human being and you have, you have how you want to be treated, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe he puts out those vibes. That he's well, he might. Well, sometimes some, when people put out the, those vibes, people are like, "Oh, I can get away with anything." Then, well, and some guys even like the attention. Sure, like, oh, well, for instance, that just what it was like three. I know you put this on your Instagram, but like three weeks ago, you just sent me a text of you painting naked. Yeah, yeah. And I like went what? <laughs> yeah. And my friend's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And he was gay too. I was like, "He's so hot!" And he was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So like some. It's like so maybe Jonathan yeah. is like maybe he brings it out himself right see I I will joke around and but I, and that's different too because we know each other for sure yeah you're one of my good buddies so I was yeah. like I don't I don't really uh, it's not uh, like I'm gonna run to the bathroom right. and beat off I went to my bedroom right. for sure but. yeah because you're a gentleman <laughs> yeah I'm a gentleman uh, and it was your buddy's place yeah <laughs> right um, but you know I, I that's that's I think it's harmless you know. Um, but if this is actually bothering this guy, then he just needs to yeah, say, yeah, to them, "Hey, man, just chill out on grabbing my my jungler region." Yeah, and let's let's get back to work here, at Petco. And right. if you have a problem with it, Jonathan, I mean, it's probably going to cause more shit in your job. But right. you can talk to your boss. That's probably going to get him in super trouble. And so, if you're worried about that, yeah, just try to friends. snip it in the butt by yourself. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah, but um, I mean, come on, just tell the guys yeah. to chill out. And when he says you look like Nick Jonas, be like, "No, I don't. I look like Steve Jonas." Uh, from down the hall. I don't know. Just <laughs> I don't know. Steve I don't know. Jonas the, is like the ugly brother. Yeah, he's never the brother. Made a career. No, he's 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 still in the dungeon. Back to Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, then, Jonathan. I hope. Hopefully that answered your question. Helped. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, question number four. It's our last question, folks. Dear Maddie, so after 41 years of marriage, my parents are getting divorced. Oh. Basically, my dad has been having an affair for years, which my mom says she knew about, but she's finally had it. So I know that that's their deal, but my sisters and I feel very torn. We are close to both parents. Even though we are adults, we feel like we have to choose sides. My parents can't even be in the same room, and I'm already having anxiety about the holidays. I want my kids to be around their grandparents, but ugh, I feel like they're being childish. But then I feel guilty that my parents probably stayed together all these years for us anyway. How do I be a good daughter to both parents? This is from Kate. 40 years old. There's a lot in this. Yeah. There's a lot. How do you be good to both parents? I mean, are your parents married or divorced? Yeah, parents. I have my stepdad and my, my real mom. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully. They've been married for a long time. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. And uh, um, that's hard. So you never had to deal with like My parents are divorced, so you never had to deal with Your dad was just Only, When I was four, I did. So you were super young. Yeah, I don't really remember much. Um, I get really protective when some parent doesn't love somebody that I care about. I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah, uh, not them, not you. Them. Yeah, whatever. Well, else. everyone has their own problems. You don't realize yeah. that until you get older that you know everyone has their own shit they got to deal yeah. with, and especially your parents. And when you bring kids in the mix, you know it's just tough. Um, My parents got better when there was grandkids because they both really put their shit aside. I mean, they weren't married 40 years; it was like 21. But, um, I mean, I, I, I really, you know, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. It's really tough. It's hard because you want to be there for both parents and, I, and, and especially if the parents are talking shit about each other or. Cause I probably, I know, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, I'm, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> I'm done. Well, I just, it just kind of hit to me too that the parents are probably, even though, you know. I don't care how old you are. If you're 12, if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, if your parent's still alive, like that's still your parent. And so I, I'm, you know, probably yeah. the the parents that are getting divorced are talking to the kids like they're adults. And yes, they're adults that should be able to deal emotionally with their shit, but they're still the kids. Sure. You know? And yeah, like, you're always looking at them as the kids. And I think a lot of parents don't do that. They like, like people could say, oh, I can't wait till my kid's older and, we're, and he, he's my friend. And I'm like... I don't want my kid to be my friend. I always want them to be my son right. or my daughter yeah. first. Yeah. Um, That's but, for sure. But, I, yeah, I just, you know, you might. That's hard because I want to tell her, you know, you know, take care of yourself. Kind of like and try to be there. But, you know, if I don't want to say not invite them to Thanksgiving or Christmas because you don't want your parents to be well, alone. I'll, but, give you, I'll give you a scenario. My grandma and my grandpa re, um, got divorced after uh i think f- being married for like almost f- yeah being married for almost 40 years too wow uh my grandpa lives with my mom and dad and my grandma lives in a house by herself and they all, all live in texas and now my parents for about 8 years have been trying to have thanksgiving with my grandma and have christmas with my grandpa but after after a while my grandma's new husband just died so now she's completely alone. Oh, wow. So my mom's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. You guys figure it out. And we're having Christmas. And if you want to come over, come over. If you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? Like, after a while, you, you got to live your life. Yeah. And they got to live their lives. So it's not really your fault. It's not really your problem. It's not really yeah. your problem. And the whole thing of I feel guilty that they probably stayed together for me. That Kate, that's not you and your sister's that's not fault. Your, that's not your fault. Yeah, like you got to let that go. Everyone, everyone, 
uh, it's your life and it's, you have to live your life. And so you're not going to be happy always thinking about, well, this is going to hurt their feelings or this is going to hurt my dad's feelings, hurt my mom's feelings. They're, you know, they're their own person. So if they get mad at you for, for making a decision where you're like, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You guys figure it out. If you want to come over for Thanksgiving, come over. If you don't, then that's you guys. But that's the, basically the way you, it sucks because they're your family. But that's after a while, it's just added pressure on you. I think I like that. And because you're not saying, I mean, please re- say to them, hey, look, I love you. I support you both. But like, right. If you guys want to come over, come over. Because now it's going to ruin her and then her kids who are probably right. young. It's going to ruin their holidays. Right. And like, and honest, I really feel like, yes, you take care of your own shit. And I feel like once you have a kid and then that kid has a grand, like, you got to put yourself aside because you're the one that chose to have, whether you just chose to have sex or you didn't mean to have it, but you're the one that chose to bring that life into the world. They did not choose that. Yeah. And so I feel like it's a, you have the extra responsibility to be adult than the child. Yeah. That's just my, I don't have children and I can say that and my parents might listen to this and say, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. uh, (laughs) Next week you have four questions from your mom. (laughs) From my mom. Yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) Miss Moore. How do you tell your son that he's an arrogant asshole? No, I'm kidding. My mother would never say that. She's like, my mom said to me, actually, we were talking about earlier. This is, oh, I'm sorry. Are we done with that? I feel like you answered it. I'm the therapist, but you fucking nailed it. I feel like, yeah. Do your thing. I think we answered that. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, I that's how you be a good daughter is you take care of your own shit. But uh, you were talking about parents supporting you and stuff with the SNL stuff. And I remember once my mom said to me, she was saying, oh, sweetie, baby. My mom always calls me nicknames. She's like, oh, Goose. You, I don't know why she calls me Goose. She, Goosey no, Bear? No reason, yeah. Sure. She's like. Uh, Maddie Panda? Yeah. Did your mom call you nicknames? Yeah, asshole and uh, shithead. <laughs> You're, really? No. Okay. My mom would never. You're I'm, close to your mom, though, too, right? She, yeah. She's my You're, best friend in the whole world. Yes. I'm mama's boy. All, oh, yeah. Right here with way. you. Right here. I mean, I love my dad. We're super cool. But my mom and like. Yeah. We, my dad and I are real cool, we too. We knit together. I mean, it's a thing. Knitting? Oh. We, my mom knitted me that Is blanket. Is that crochet like, or knit? It's knitting. I will knit. Is you there a, something different besides crochet and knit? Crocheting's more of a knotting and knitting's the two needles. Okay. Do you wear scarves? I, I, if you made one, I'd totally wear it. I would wear I would make you a scarf. We don't ever, ever need a scarf from where we live. Never, ever. 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 Like maybe one day. Maybe when California falls into the ocean, you can knit me a wetsuit. Okay. Yeah. I'll do a knitted wetsuit and like stink. Yeah. With my initials on it. <laughs> BM. <laughs> what's your middle name? Brady. Oh, what's your first name? Matthew. So Brady Matthews is your stage name? Yep. I never knew that. You never knew that? Your name is Matthew? Yep. Oh, my God. You're yep. so hot. I love you. What's your last name? Reitmeyer. Right. What is that? Is that it's German? It's German. Yeah, it's my adopted last name. My real name it used to be Matthew Brady Black. That is a soap opera name. Yeah. I mean, it literally is. There's the Black. Yeah. Days of our lives. Yeah. It was Matthew Brady It was Brady actually Black. Brady Black. Yep. Matthew so uh, when I first moved to L.A., my managers changed my name. They said, your name can't be Matthew Reitmeyer. I said, what about Matthew Brady? They said, no, it was already taken. So they just switched my name to Brady Matthews. Does, so does your family still call you Matthew? Everyone calls me Brady. Yeah, my, my family and close friends call me Matt, Maddie. Matt. Oh, I get Maddie a lot. Yeah, but uh, everyone calls me Brady pretty much. That's yeah. so... That makes me feel closer to you. Yeah. I don't know why. See? Because we share a name. It's yeah. gift of God. You are a gift a, of God. You Your are talent. A gift of God, man. Um, well, okay. So now we're at the. Oh, I didn't tell the story about my mom. The whole thing was my mom, she was saying, like, I think you can do it. And I said, Oh, mom, you have to say that about me. And I remember my mom kind of stopped me. She said, Look, she said, I love you 
probably more than anybody else in the world. I'm sure my father would disagree with that. Um, he loves me too. But she said, why would I set you up to fail when I love you so much? I'm uh, only going to tell you what I believe you actually can do. Right. And if I don't think you can do it, I'm going to tell you. Right. And I was like, so now like when my mom says something, I take it in and I yeah. accept it. Yeah. And I feel like, wow, what a great cheerleader I have in life. No, for sure. I mean, same with my mom. You know, she's seen me. me tear just talking about I was going to say. I know. I saw you tear up a little I bit. I got teared up a little bit. I can pull it together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ever cry? You a crier? I'm about to. It's 115 degrees. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. You Fuck yeah. I cry all the goddamn time. Uh, after I didn't get SNL, I fucking busted out a couple of tears. But then you get his strap up and keep moving that's what you do you know or you can sit and fucking cry about it which is always good i always feel good after a good cry i never cry like never good, cry I'm really oh i wish i could i don't my dog my childhood dog died yeah and i cry. like when something happens to that one over there in the corner uh, i'm gonna be a fucking mess yeah see i love my dog you get buckets right he's the best yeah pitbull buckets is the sports yeah uh, dick, buckets. dick buckets he was yeah. a coach right middle linebacker for the bears yeah see i kind of knew that it's pretty good yeah i knew that um but anyways, um, yeah, my mom is the, my biggest supporter, and she's the best lady on the planet besides your mom. Uh, no, okay. she's, she is just – the thing I love about her is she's just so uh, – go with the flow. No matter what happens, she's you know, let's let's fix it or, or figure it out or – you know, she has solutions, not uh, – she's – she has solutions. She doesn't have where she's not negative about so, everything. Like drama. Yeah. No. So um, yeah, she's she's great. She's sorry you're sweating to my couch. A little bit, but I'm okay. Um, That's odd. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a uh, older brother and a stepsister. Or steps. Uh, older brother and a twin sister. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's great. So you grew up with a twin. I did. Yeah, I would say we grew up, uh, but they didn't really like me growing up. I was a nerd growing up. Like I was a total geek. I had braces. I had my hair parted down the middle. You were uh, that guy that yeah. liked the ugly duckling. Basically, yeah. I wore no fear shirts and oh, shorts. Oh, no fear. Oh, that's a lot. And something. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't that's... know what I was doing. I mean, at one point, we had we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And uh, we used to go to this place called the Emporium. And I got a couple new shirts, like striped shirts. Well, the next day in middle school, also I was the only white kid, basically, at my, at my middle school, me and my sister. Uh, walk past this girl in the hallway. She's wearing the same shirt as I am. Wow. How embarrassing that That's is. That's really embarrassing in middle school. Super embarrassing. Yeah. To where everyone's around us deal. and she's like, change your shirt, fool. And I'm like, oh my God. So I had to turn it inside out, but it was a striped shirt. So it was just like, I turned it inside out. And it was still the same shirt. <laughs> so I want to hug you right now. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, I got beat up a lot in middle school too. I got jumped for my birthday. All these Re- kids came and beat what? the shit Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, in bas- I was the only white kid on the basketball team, but I was the best one. Uh, I used to wear goggles when I played. Because you had glasses? I had glasses, so I wore goggles. And people used to make fun of me because of my goggles. I remember one time I was so embarrassed, I took them off. I took my goggles off and threw them in the stands. And, uh, and then they passed the ball to me, and the other crowd started yelling, three, two, one, and, and I threw it. Oh. And I threw the ball, and there was like four minutes left in the game. Oh, dude, it was ter- my child is... That makes my heart drop. Oh, dude, it's terrible. This is why you're so funny. I guess, And yeah. my heart felt. I have no... I, yeah. Oh, dude, it was terrible. It was terrible. People do mean, stupid shit. Well, growing up in San Jose, I mean, you're either a snowboarder or a skateboarder or you... I thought you, you know, grew up in Chicago. Well, I grew up in Chicago um, before and after. So we lived in Chicago, then we moved to San Jose when I was in middle school, and then... Uh, at ninth grade, we moved back to Chicago. 
So do you love Chicago? Love it. I mean, shit. I, I would move back in a heartbeat. I, someday I dream about doing a, a TV show there. That would be my dream come true is to live back in the city doing a, a TV show. That'd be awesome. So right now I'm writing a pilot actually. Um, well, actually it takes place in Vegas, but uh, it starts in Chicago and then ends in Vegas. So a film, uh, a pilot, like a, a comedy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So it's like a chip and deals meets the office basically. Honest. Oh, nice. I have, well, I'll tell you later cause I don't want people, but I have, uh, I have, I've, I have an idea for a show too. Do you? Uh, yeah. Get it done. Maybe. Well, get it done, Mary. I would do something with you. I really feel like I, again, like if I'm not kidding, you can, this is on the radio. This is documented. If I make it big before you, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen because you're a little closer than I am. Thanks. However, if I do, mm-hmm. I'm fucking bringing you with me. Oh, I'm making thanks, it happen man. for you. Like, I appreciate I believe it. in you that much. Thanks. Man. And there's like three or four people I would say that about. I feel the same about you. Thank uh, you. Well, Thank you. Well, in your town, so many like again. The girl, the girl that was here last year, Petey. She was a comedian, and she was talking about. I said, "Do you like to stay with stand up?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "It's just hard, you know. I get tired of straight dudes telling rape jokes." And really, <laughs> well, there's a lot. Where's she I, hanging out at? I've seen like what rooms is she? And I'm in? like, I told her, I said, "Well, my friend Brady's really funny, but I do like that. If you haven't, if you live in the L.A. area, well, you tour sometimes, so people can see mm-hmm. on your Twitter and stuff. But you are kind of like." The, a breath of fresh air, I think, because I think Thanks. there's actually a lot of really great straight guy comedians. There's hilarious mm-hmm. ones, and but you know, there's just like the people that phone in. And I think the guys that either talk about that always just talk about their dick or fat girls, yeah. And then there's but there's also the same way that literally I've seen like several women get up and want to talk about the periods, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like we've you know heard what? all this before, so I think it's a two sided thing. I got caught in that too, where I was just talking about fucking and like fucking all these chicks, and that's why you're like, dude, come on, what do you have a take? Do you have a take on anything? So that's when I started doing impressions. I was like, oh, all right. Uh, but even before when you talk, you would but talk, I talk about I talk like, about being younger. I talk about. You talk about in a great self-deprecating manner. Yeah. It's not like make. Literally, I've seen dudes just like make jokes, like making fun of people in this mean, negative way. Sure. You're not at that at all. Not at all. No. Not at all. No. I, I always do it in a positive light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're at. Uh, we're going here. I know you're sweating. Um, oh, okay. We're at Celebrity Shit the Bed. All right. Okay. So this is the point of the week. Like, what's something in pop culture that just? Oh, did you see the thing on Tila Tequila? The conspiracy theories. Have you read that? No, no. I know who Tila Tequila is. She was like a reality show, right? I guess she took a lot of pills and uh, she tried to jump out of her window and called her friend to come, come help her out. But I guess the cops said it was an attempted suicide. Anyways, so she now um, she had like a not a stroke, but she had something a brain aneurysm or something. Something happened to where now um, she was – something happened to her where now she's all about conspiracy theories. Check out her fucking blog and they blocked her Twitter and they blocked her Facebook. So she can't really? get on anything. Yeah. And she's like, this, she's like the Illuminati is coming after me. Illuminati she's like, like angels and demons? Oh, it's crazy. She's like uh, Lady Gaga's Satan. She goes um, – uh, if you look at all these songs now, all these rap songs, she goes all these um, people are – are talking about you know um, talking about death, or they're talking about Satan, or they're talking about the ring, ring of fire, and stuff like that. And so she's all about it, dude. She's all about. It. She's like, well, how can we go to war uh, and have all this money for war, but we don't have any money for uh, for like AIDS and cancer? And she goes, oh, by the way, we do have. She's like, we do have cures for AIDS and cancer. She goes, people are just making money off it. And she goes, if we came up with those cures, then big money makers for the medicine wouldn't get their money anymore. 
Blah, 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 blah. Part of me believes a little bit of that. 100%. I do, too. 100. I, we can cure the common cold. For we can sure. put somebody on the fucking moon. Listen, if we want to put Ebola out there, okay, look at me. Let's do it. <laughs> They're going to do it. All right. And it's, it's already happening. Yeah. Like, they talk about the book of Revelations, end of time, stuff like that. I'm not religious. Um, I think there's a higher power, but I don't believe in God. Yeah, me too. Um, I believe there is something there, because there's too much beauty to have... To, to just not something be there. Yeah. Anyways, that makes sense. Uh, so anyways, Tila Tequila fucking went off and she's still going off. And I guess um, now people can't find her. She doesn't know where she is. They don't know where she wow. is. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. She's fucking nuts. But I actually get it. I'm like, I get it. You know, it's she's speaking the truth. And do you have a, cons- what's your conspiracy? You're like the most vehement about. Uh, fuck. Um, I think 9-11, 100% was an inside job. Really? 100%. Really? Oh, dude, for sure. I don't know sure. enough about it. To... For sure. I mean, you know there was a third tower that went down, right? What? You see? Yeah, no one knows about that. Nah. Oh, yeah. The third tower. It was uh, like a block away from the two towers, and they, it imploded. They just crushed it to the ground. They just, yeah, they just imploded it. Nah. I swear to God, Google it. Yep. And then also well, how come they said, we never hear about this in the news? Oh, yeah, because they, they don't want you to know about it. They don't want you to know about it. Um, like a plane hit it too? No, no. And the plane never hit, a, hit the Pentagon. Do you know also, do you know, the plane never hit the Pentagon. And then also, um, uh, Pentagon is the most heavily uh, surveillanced area in the, in the nation. All right? All their cameras went black when the supposed airplane flew into the really pentagon. yeah also you can't get a plane that low to the ground and go right into the pentagon it's impossible it was a missile that they shot into the pentagon basically and no one was in that wing no one not one person not one person was in that wing. so do you think it's an inside job like americans did it to america for sure for sure yeah because why what generates what generates uh, war generates money uh-huh. war generates and unites the nation So a nation, everyone's like, dude, fucking, fucking get Osama bin Laden, fucking go get him, and and guess what? Tons of people went to go fight, tons of people, and then everyone was over there. Was like, oh wait, what are we fighting for again? What are we over here for? Oh yeah, no weapons. Oh yeah, dude. So I think this whole crisis about ISIS, I think is also American made. Really? Oh for sure. Um, I just think. Our politics and our government is so corrupt right now, it's it's out of control. I do believe that. I Out of control. I, believe, I used to not believe in conspiracy theories. and Well, I, I didn't really pay much attention to them. And then in high school, I had a, I really love history. Like, I love So history. do I. I watch it constantly. Me too. Fucking love history. I believe in aliens. I believe in all that yeah. shit. Yeah. And I, I totally will go to that. kind. If you have a museum nerd thing, I'll totally go with you. Sure. Because, um, have you ever been to Dallas? Oh, yeah. My parents live there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, that's where I went to school, in North Dallas, um, in Denton. Um, but anyway, um, so we took a school trip to the Grassy Knoll and all that, where JFK, you know, was killed. Mm-hmm. And then we did a mock trial, like, for our class. And this teacher was so into the JFK stuff. He had all these, like, oh, yeah. f- papers and copies of all this shit. And so I was <sighs> the prosecutor that was defending Lee Harvey B. Oswald. Oh, Lord. Nobody else in my class gave two fucks about it. Like, my cousin was a defense attorney, and he, like, basically did comedy and, like, made everybody laugh. And nobody gave two shits, whereas I, like, I got too. into it. Yeah. And after seeing literally the autopsy report, I'm like, there's no way Lee Harvey Oswald killed this guy. No way. No way. Or acted like, alone. 
No, or actively. No, and after seeing everything, I'm like, yes, I completely believe that the president was killed by the CIA. And also, uh, a paper came out because you know, um, I think it's a day later in Australia already, or something like that. A paper already came out in Australia saying JFK was shot, and he wasn't even shot yet. Google that. That's just uh, crazy, too. That's crazy. I know. Um, it's crazy, man. Conspiracy ooh, theories are nuts. You should just have a show called Conspiracy Theories. Yeah, and then you would never see me ever again. No, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. Like, um, I think it's crazy, too, because like, if you look at like the iPhone, uh-huh. you push your finger on the iPhone now uh-huh. to, to have it go. Yeah. Also, your phone basically would become your credit card. Yeah. That's fucking scary. That's scary. Someone can get your credit card off your phone. No problem. Yeah. No problem. And they're going to start chipping people. Do you know that, too? Oh, they are. Yeah. So now what they're gonna that they're saying is they're gonna chip you with all your information, so you can just scan it. You can just scan your wrist. No. No fucking way. No. No way. No. But they already basically have all that information on you, anyways. No, I do feel like people are like, oh, I don't want Facebook Messenger, and I don't want that shit either. I got it. But at the same time, I did too. I was like, but you don't have to put in your your phone number. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't want people to know my phone number. Yeah, I don't want that either. It's just, it's scary. We're coming to it. It's scary, but also, too, I feel like a little bit helpless. Like, what am I going to do? Like, sure. I have to live life and be a citizen. Yeah. I have to have a bank account, and I can't go rogue and just be in Montana. I mean, yeah, want- at this point, if any natural disaster happens, I'm a comedian, and I can paint. I have no special <laughs> skill. Do you understand? I don't chop wood. I don't saw anything. You can knit. I can't fucking even knit. I can't even sew. If my pants are ripped, guess what? Find a new pants. And you don't have underwear, so no. it's all going to be out. Right. So I'm just saying we're fucking in trouble. Uh, this, that was maybe one of my favorite celebrity shit the beds ever. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not expect it to go there. I loved it. There you go. I loved it very much. Um all right, so we're at the last part of the show. Sure. Right? So, although I will say we're going to do a special little, uh, I'm going to do a video. Uh, you can go on the website and see. It's going to be called just Gay DD. And it's just, I have Gay DD. And so it's just me asking some random questions of Brady and Brady asking some questions of me that just come to the top of our head. And um, this is going to be a new thing I do every week and cool. more work for me. Um, but I'm trying to get myself out there. I so, like it. All right. So chatty, Maddie questions. Um, which I feel like is perfect because we're both Maddie. Yeah, Chatty Maddie. Yeah, Maddie um, Panda Bears. I know, I know. Uh, okay, so question number one: What's your most memorable childhood smell? Um, oh, no, that wasn't it. Um, <laughs> probably favorite childhood smell, whatever. Probably the, the the woods. Probably the woods, hanging out in the woods with my buddies, building shit. Oh, like building forts. And yeah, like building that. forts and stuff like that. That's about it, I think. And the beach. Maybe the beach. Oh, you like the beach? Yeah, because we, we grew up in Boston. I was born in Boston. Oh. So the smell of the sand and the ocean. Yeah. Don't you look good. Yeah. You've yeah. been all over. I have been all over. Wow. Yeah. Um, question number two. Alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown on it. Ooh, old fashions. Yeah. That's whiskey, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just uh, say that me and my girlfriend got in a big old fight. And it was all my fault. Their yeah. current girlfriend? Yeah. I'm surprised she's still with me. She's really pretty. Yeah, thank you. She's, yeah, she's nice. gorgeous. Um, yeah. I mean, I still like old fashions, but it's got to be uh, one or two. But yeah, those fuckers will get you. That's hard stuff. Yeah, I love them. Um, question three. When are you most inspired? Uh, after I watch Rocky. Really? Yeah. You really need to meet my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Rocky. It's a good movie. It's, and- the, it's the best. It's, it's the ultimate 
male movie besides Rudy, but Rudy's more about him just okay. That's well determination. You yeah. are you really do need me, my brother. Yeah. I guess every straight sports guy though loves Rudy. Love Rudy. Like my brother will start thinking about it and start crying and no try, doubt. and be like he tried so hard. Oh, dude, when he gets that exception letter, he just starts bawling his eyes out. I'm like, fuck yeah, player. Like, Rocky uh, though is amazing too. Like, and Sylvester Stallone was just on Jimmy Fallon. Like, I don't know, like uh, the Tonight Show, like a month ago, and. I fucking love that guy yeah, because he's, great. he's just like. First of all, he's su- I think he's super fucking smart. Yeah, and the way like he did this expen- he was like again, just like with Rocky, he was like, "There's nothing out there for me. I'm going to do the fucking Expendables and make shit for me." And now it's like on number four or five, and yeah. making tons of money. Yeah, the guy's and- a genius. It's it's all about dude. It's all about if nothing's happening, then you create your own create your own shit. He had they showed like where he used to live. Yeah. Like the guy was broker than broke. Yeah, he he sold his dog f- before he wrote Rocky because he needed the money, oh. and it was his best friend. His dog was his best friend. He sold his dog, so he wrote Rocky, sold it. Within two months, he went back to the guy and said, "Hey, man, I want my dog back." The guy's like, "No way." He goes, "How about for three hundred bucks?" He goes, "Nope." He goes, "Thousand bucks?" He goes, "Nope." He goes, "All right, I want my dog back for four grand, four or five grand, I think." And he goes, "Okay." So he bought his dog back for five grand. I would do that for the money for my dog. 100%. 100%. I would give away anything to have my dog. He's the shit. Hey, how old is Buckus? Two, two and a half. Yep. Oh, I, that. I love pit bulls. Oh, he's the best, man. Not Did you get him as a puppy? Uh, I got him as like, yeah, he was like, like six months. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Is he a big one? Yeah, he's like almost 100 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I wanted to get a bigger dog. My, you can see him on my Instagram at Brady Matthews 13. Everything's the same. Brady yeah. Matthews. See, mine's not. I got to fix that. Um, all right. Question number four. Weirdest place you had sex or celebrity crush, whichever one you want to answer. Can I do the hottest place I ever had sex? Sure. Okay. This is, n- I don't know if it's the hottest place, but it was in the back of a car up in uh, Sacramento. And uh, Do you mean hot as in temperature hotter than like hot, great sex? Hot, great sex. It was fucking great. Like both of us were young and we were like super horny and... Her parents were home, and so we went for a drive, parked it in the back of a parking lot, and fucking went at it. Oh, it was great. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. Did you wear a condom? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't, hey, but, but she was on the pill. She's on the pill. Okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. Did you still get stuff? Sure. Don't want to get I didn't care. She was so hot. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd she look like? Um, dark hair, green eyes. You have a type. Skin. You like the dark hair? I do like the dark hair. Yeah. yeah, dark hair, green eyes, light skin, big, natural, beautiful breasts. Not into fake boobs. Uh, I don't. I don't mind them. Sure, why not? Not into redheads. Okay, fine. I like Whatever. redheads. It's sure. not about me. It's not about I love me. redheads. Um, okay, last question. Question number five. What makes your heart happy? Um, making my mom smile. Come on. Yeah. Yep. Hearing her laugh and smile, and uh, also my girlfriend. I like hearing her laugh. Her laugh is infectious. It's really great. You're adorable. Yeah, thanks, You're man. quite adorable. You're adorable. And we're done. You're done sweating. All right, everybody. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. What about my five rapid questions for you? Uh, well, we're going to do that. I'm going to, we're going to, that's going to be a video, so I'm going to stop. Oh, okay. Those weren't the five questions. Those were Chatty Maddie questions. Oh, we nice. We always have those. I like Chatty Maddie. We're so, we're going to stop the show, and then we're going to film this for everybody. So, it's not going to be on the show. You actually have to go on the website to talktomattmar.com where you can see the video. Tell everybody, too, where they can find you. Uh, you can find me uh, at Brady Matthews 13 on Twitter and on Instagram. And then if you want to see my art, it's Brady M as in Maddie. Uh, art 
on Facebook right now. I'm putting together my website, which means I'm procrastinating. So. And Matthews is two T's, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and just, you can even just Google you and you can see. Yeah. I think I found, like, your SNL reel and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah but again, I'll put all links to that on the Yeah, site. if you want to see my Saturday Night Live reel, it's on there, too. All right. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you. so much. And so, people, if we need questions, just always go to the website, talktomatmar.com. You can leave your questions. And I, I appreciate, even if they're about bench presses or butt sex, I appreciate your questions. I, I just like to be asked. So, please do that. And, uh, yeah, you can download iTunes, subscribe. And uh, it's hot as hell. So, let's yeah, wrap this up. For sure. All right. I'll see you all next week. Thanks, bud. Bye. Bye.